Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The Upstart Bowery Slam poetry team is made up of five young African-American Afro-Hispanic and queer poets as they prepare for the national championships, as their coach pushes them past their personal boundaries to write from a painfully honest place, the poets break down, break through, and ultimately write their masterpieces. And with that, the uh, film is called Don't Be Nice, and we're joined today by the producer of that film, and that would be Nikhil Milnichuk. Nikhil, welcome to Film School Radio. Hi, Mike. I'm really happy to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I know that was a short introduction, a short sort of synopsis of the of the film. If you'd like to expand upon that a little bit more and tell us a little, and fill in some of the blank spots, um, how else would you characterize Don't Be Nice? Absolutely. Well, uh, first of all, if, if listeners are uh, in college or around that age, I think a lot of people might have been to a poetry slam or an open mic. And basically our film takes what happens at a poetry slam and throws it onto the big screen. So you see at the beginning of the movie, you see uh, inside uh, a poetry slam competition at the Bowery Poetry Club, which is one of the historic places for spoken word poetry in downtown Manhattan. And there are 10 finalists, and the audience picks its favorite poets that are going to represent the Bowery Poetry Club at the National Slam. So out of those 100 poets that originally competed, then they got down to 10, and the audience picks the final five. So that's the beginning of the movie, and then we see those five poets uh, writing poetry over this intense 10-week period where they're being coached and they're being pushed to just go deeper, go deeper into their poetry, write more powerful stuff, get more personal, get more political through the personal. And then finally they go to the National Poetry Slam, which in that year, 2016, was in Decatur, Georgia, and they compete uh, for the big award. So that's sort of the overview of the film, and really it's, just, it's very emotional and intense because these poets are all writing about some deeply personal stuff going on in their lives yeah. and, uh, and sharing the, bearing their souls with the audience. That is absolutely the, the case here. That's absolutely true. Tell me a little bit about how you, as the producer of the film, uh, and by the way, I want to acknowledge the director is Max Powers, but it's, and it's, a, we'll get into how great the, uh, the production side of it is, but tell me a little bit about how you got involved with this. Absolutely. Well, at the time um, that I thought of creating this project, it was 2016, and I was running the Bowery Poetry Club. I was the executive director there. And I'm myself a filmmaker and thought these poets are phenomenal and what's happening on the stage is like nothing that the slam poetry community I think had ever really seen. So I went about and gathered a team and that's really how this movie was made. It was a team effort and uh, I was able to meet up with a, a wonderful executive producer named Melina Brown and she really saw the value of taking the spoken word and trying to get it to a wider audience. And she came in and through her foundation, the Radio Drama Network, funded the whole movie. So we had this incredible supporter. We were then able to go hire a director, Max Powers, who's actually a childhood friend. He and I had worked together before. He'd edited a couple of uh, films that I made in the past. 
So he came on, and he was new. Max was new to the slam poetry world. And I thought that was really important in telling the story of slam because so many people have never seen slam or don't even know what it is. Or if they think they know what it is, maybe they have a weird perception of it. So I thought if we hired someone to direct it who had never, who didn't really know much about slam, maybe he could find a way to bring outsiders into it. And then Max went out and he brought uh, editor and story producer David Lieberman, who's just a phenomenal editor. He brought Peter Elliott Buntain, who is our cinematographer for the film. And then we brought on Nathan Poonwar, the editor, uh, the other editor. So we really had an incredible group of people. Um, and that was all kind of capped off by bringing on Cora Atkinson, uh, who is my fellow producer on the project. And she was there for almost every one of the shoots and really kind of found a way to manage the project and get things made uh, to the quality that we did it. So I was lucky to have a good team. Yeah, no, it, it's a great team. It's, I mean, you see it on screen. That's how you know it's a great team. And you're right about editing, especially something like this, because uh, there is something to a rhythm of a film about that is would be critically important for a film about poetry. And because poetry is about rhythm, poetry is about finding a cadence, finding a way of telling these deeply personal stories, uh, these deeply personal observations on the lives of others and as well as your own your own life. And so those kinds of things matter in the content and in the presentation. So, uh, and I think that you by identifying the uh, the editor, I know everyone was a good was a, a big part of the team, but editing it really makes and this is a film that really moves along uh but it also finds the quiet spaces in in the telling of this story as well so uh a terrific job of putting these people in the same room yeah it's editing is one of the unsung uh professions within the film industry these are the heroes of documentary filmmaking especially because basically uh max cora when uh, peter went out and shot over 300 hours of footage And then we handed it to David and Nathan, and Max himself was one of the editors. And basically, they sat in a basement. (laughs) Our editing studio was donated to us. We're a nonprofit production. It was donated to us. It didn't have any windows. It didn't have a bathroom. And we put our poor editors in this basement. It really felt like we were in some sort of fallout shelter bunker editing this film. Uh, But they basically sat for five months and just watched the footage because with 300 hours, you have to find a way to get it into your head. And uh, they got it into their head and then, you know, led by David and Nathan, they really just cut, 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 trimmed the fat, found the stories within the stories, just like the poets in the film find the poems within their life stories. I love that about the, just as you describe it and you see it in Don't Be Nice, is that the uh, the sort of the meta and the and part of making a film and and making a, and putting together a good poem, especially a poem that is is going to be in a competition with other poets, which is a little bit you know it's not quite the normal. I don't think Robert Frost thought about competition when he was writing his <laughs> his work, but we we live in a different world, and there is something about slam poetry that is just like it sounds right. It sounds like this is to be to be uh, 
I say pulled apart, but it's to be analyzed in ways in a, in a more modern context. But uh, it, that, that aspect of the editing down the material and editing down these poems is, is a theme in the film, for sure. That's exactly what it was. It was such a bizarre experience because there were five poets and two coaches in our film, and essentially we had a team of uh, five or six uh, core members that were producing the film and editing it. So we, we really felt that the production team mirrored what was happening with the poets themselves. And, and Lauren Whitehead, who's the phenomenal coach of this team, her whole modus operandi was to dig deeper, was to find the stories behind the stories, to instead of telling what you think you're supposed to say or write, writing the poem you think people want to hear, you actually write the poem that's going to be transformative, both for you and for anyone who listens to it. And so she was, she didn't care if the team won or lost. And as we were making this film, you know, obviously we wanted to make a successful film, but at the same time, we had to keep listening to what Lauren, who was on our editing monitors, was saying right back to us, which was, make the transformative film, make the risky choices. And we were inspired by that as filmmakers. We just, we, because we were funded and supported by this phenomenal organization that just gave us a free reign to make the movie that we wanted to make. Uh, we just felt, let's, let's take Lauren's advice here. Let's not make the film that we think is going to, you know, win, win all the box office records and win all the big awards, make the best film you possibly can and the most truthful film you can and see where that shakes out. And I think we're seeing the audience respond to that. They respond to that message. We're winning festival awards. We're getting this theatrical release, which actually opens in L.A. September 27th at the uh, Lemley Glendale Theater. So if you're in L.A. and you want to see the film, come out and see it in, on the big screen. I also want to talk sure. about how you've got somebody at every night for these, for these screenings, which I think is a really cool idea. Well, thank you. Yeah, so, um, Mike, as you're mentioning, we, we booked a special guest host for every uh, evening screening. And then when the film comes out September 27th, the Lemley Glendale in L.A., we have every uh, 7.20 p.m. evening show has a special guest host. And part of the reason I wanted to do this is because I come from the poetry world, the spoken word poetry world, where there's something to you going to a live event and, and meeting the poets, hearing the poets live, getting that experience of, of feeling like you went out for something and you experienced something and... And that's something that I wanted to try to bring to audiences who come out to theatrical release. I mean, these days, as you know, uh, I'm sure as you talk about people on your show, so many films are just going straight to streaming services. And people love to watch their, the films at home on their laptop. And I embrace that. At the same time, there's nothing I think like going out to the cinema, sitting next to somebody else, experiencing the same thing as a total stranger. And so I thought if we could bring some great special guests to host each screening, you could get even more out of that live experience. Absolutely, and you're right. And and in addition to the fact is, and I always this is my I'm sure my listeners are sick of me saying this because I say it all the time, which is nothing better than seeing a film in a theater exactly as you described it. But also when you throw into it, you have someone in the theater who after the screening is available for a conversation about what you just watched. 
And I think that, I mean, that's icing on the cake, but it, it really enhances, it really makes a huge difference in, in what you take away from the theater. And on your way out uh, through the lobby, you're likely to engage someone else in a conversation about what you just saw and what you just heard from the, the pers- person who's there to talk about the film. And it's a, it's a great experience. And I think this movie really needs that because uh, I know you saw the film, Mike, but when, when the movie ends, you're just left with just a slew of emotions. And having a conversation about it after gives you some way to process that. Yeah. And, and the more that people can talk about this film and, and talk about what, the, what they learned from the poets, what they felt from the poets in the film, the better. Yeah. I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Nikhil Melnichuk. He is the uh, producer. This is his production of Don't Be Nice. Uh, the director is uh, uh, Max Powers. Uh, but uh, the film, again, as, as uh, Nikhil mentioned, is opening here in Los Angeles on September 27th at the Lemley Glendale, a new theater complex, and a great spot to see a movie. Um, I want to talk very briefly about the cast itself. I mean, uh, Joel, Noel, Tim, Mega. Ashley, and you mentioned Lauren and John as the coaches. They are really compelling people in the film. They're, they're, not only are there, is there poetry from its raw beginning, we see sort of these poems become, start from a, sort of a very rough place, and we see the finished product in, in many cases. But they themselves are engaging, powerful people. And I just, it's such a, it's an emotional experience to watch this film. You will really be uh, pulled in and you will feel, you will laugh, you will cry. And it, and it's <laughs> because you are f- literally pulling for all of them to do well, but also their own stories, the stories of their lives are so compelling. We were absolutely blessed to get to work with it who I think are the best spoken word poets in the country. When we went about to make this documentary, it's a little different than other documentaries where usually you start with choosing your subjects. And the choosing of subjects for a documentary filmmaker is kind of one of the biggest tasks, generally. But here, we just decided that we were going to make a film about the Bowery Slam poetry team, no matter who was on the team that year. And it's not that we got to decide who was on the team or judges got to decide. It's the audience each night at the Bowery Poetry Club decided who they wanted to represent them. We ended up with five poets, um, some of whom, whom we knew, some of whom we didn't. Um, we didn't get to pick our subjects, but we just got so lucky that these poets are not only just phenomenal writers, but they're incredible personae on film. And they just their energy and passion for their work transmits to this medium of film just so beautifully. They're so great on camera. And all of them have just phenomenal careers outside of the film, too, and they're just touring constantly and teaching. And Ashley, for instance, is an actress. She, she just moved to L.A. this past week, um, and she was, you can see her uh, most recently on The Kindergarten Teacher, which is a film about poetry as well, a narrative film streaming on Netflix. So we got, we got very lucky with who we got to work with, and uh, for anyone who comes out to the IFC at the week of September 20th or the Lemley Glendale the week of September 27th. I think you're going to, uh, and, and watches Don't Be Nice, you're going to see something that you've never seen before.
I couldn't agree more. I want to let people know they can go to the don'tbenicemovie.com. That's without the apostrophe. And uh, to check out more about the film, where it'll be screening, all the, some a little more information about the, the people in the film. And also, there is a slew of uh, social media that is available for people who want to find out more about it. Yeah, we're, we're at Don't Be Nice Movie on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you go to at Don't Be Nice Movie or you go to don'tbenicemovie.com, you can watch the trailer for the film. And I think anybody who doesn't have any clue what we're talking about on this show and doesn't know what slam poetry is but is intrigued, go to don'tbenicemovie.com, check out the trailer, and you'll get an introduction to this world, and I think you'll want to learn more. You will. Again, I'll come back to this, and I'll say it one more time and how compelling this is. It's compelling because... most people do not spend a lot of time around poets or hearing or reading or listening to poetry. And so there's this is a world to which you need to be at least introduced and become familiar with, but also how deeply personal these stories are and how well they do what they do. And uh, that is the thing that will blow you away. It's, uh, it's incredible. And to be up on that stage... Pardon me? Go ahead. Yeah, making this film, we, just as filmmakers, felt like we were in the presence of greatness, of, of witnessing great artists be born, and into a form that I think is, is just rising in popularity, and hopefully that film can help uh, blow up the subculture of spoken word poetry even more. Amen. Amen to that. Well, at Facebook, there's the Facebook page, Don't Be Nice Movie. Twitter, it's uh, at Don't Be Nice Movie. Instagram's, oddly enough, at uh, don't be a uh, nice movie uh, all that with uh, the, so all those things are there and uh, so check this out and Nikhil y- you've done a terrific job you and Max and your entire team have done a wonderful job with this film it's at the Glendale Lemley Theater starting on September 27th and for for all those people who are listening this is a uh, film school radio people who are looking to dive into filmmaking themselves I want to just give a shout out to Max um he started off as a sound recordist. He recorded sound for a few uh, different feature films. And then he became an editor and edited a number of shorts. And then this film was his first feature documentary, and it's coming out in theaters. So I think he's an example of someone who's just worked really hard and always just risen to the top because of the quality of his work. That's fantastic. Nikhil Melichek, thank you so very, very much for spending some time with us here on Film School Radio. Uh, look forward to more work, and when that's uh, ready for release, uh, I hope you come back and join us again. <laughs> Absolutely, Mike. Uh, the next film is called Hung Up, and we just uh, started submitting it to festivals. It's about a female rodeo star. It's a fiction movie. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, well, well, all the best. The projects continue. Oh, well, good. Well, good for you, and uh, uh, congratulations on that on that project as well. So, uh Mikhail uh, Melichuk, thank you so so much, and uh, we'll we'll see you soon. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much, Mike. <laughs> You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.